Good to be in church this morning. In Jesus' name. If we remain standing for the reading of God's word this morning, let's turn to the book of John, chapter 1. John chapter 1, and beginning at verse 39. And looking upon Jesus as he walked, he saith, Behold, the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw them following, and saith unto them, What seek ye? They said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, being interpret, Master, where dwellest thou? He saith unto them, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two which heard John speak and followed him, was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first findeth his own brother Simon and saith unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted, the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, Thou art Simon, the son of Jonah. Thou shalt be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. The day following, Jesus would go forth into Galilee and findeth Philip, saith unto him, Follow me. Now Philip was, a, was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip findeth Nathanael and saith unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth son of Joseph and by by the help of the Holy Ghost this morning I want to I want to preach on this simple thought finding Jesus finding Jesus uh, you can be seated this morning in the house of the Lord I'll be honest uh, with you this morning um, that I actually had something else that I was going to uh, talk about this morning. I kind of knew it throughout the week what I was going to talk about this morning. And um, somehow, things, God has a way of changing things. God has a way of shifting things. And um, yesterday afternoon, I was reading a couple of articles. And, um, you know, our world is in, a, is in a turmoil today. It is chaotic. It is uh, spinning out of control, and it has been for a very long time. And I'm so thankful this morning that I'm in the church. I don't just say that to say it. I really mean it. I'm thankful for the day that God pulled me out of this world. He opened up my understanding to what is real and to what is true. And he planted me in his church. He made me a part of his bride. And I'm thankful for that this morning. Um, I was reading a couple of articles, you know, reading about, 
everything that is happening in our world. And on one hand, you got ISIS all over control, out of control and just doing everything you could possibly imagine, um, destroying things, killing, taking lives. And then, on the other hand, you read about how that um, Homeland Security is running out of, of money, and they're trying to figure out whether to continue to fund it. And right in the middle of all of that, I read an article. I read a couple of articles, and it was talking about, um, I guess, this show that they're going to, that CNN is promoting, and it's talking about finding Jesus. And it's talking about whether the things that we read about in the Bible or the things that we hear about Jesus that we've all that we've known for so long and that we've read um, for so long is it really true is it really fact or is it fiction and um, they said some of the things that they found could possibly um, cause doubt and could over over overcast doubt concerning the Bible and concerning Jesus Christ and his work and everything. And I've, I just stopped and I begin to think how people are constantly, constantly trying to disregard the Bible. They're trying to always find fault in the Bible, always find um, something to say, well, the Bible is not complete and um, what you know of Jesus is not not so, and it's not true. People are always trying to alter the word of God. People are always trying to diminish uh, the name of Jesus Christ. Um, one of the things, as I read, one of the things that was said was that, um, and people um, begin to, you know, you got these these professors and these these big-headed people that think that that are so full of education. And, and, you know, ain't nothing wrong with education, but there's a problem when you get so educated that you want to dismiss the Bible, when you want to dismiss Jesus Christ and, and you want to throw away the work um, that Jesus did and what this Bible teaches. I want somebody to know this morning that this Bible is true this morning. And I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter how much education I get, how knowledgeable I become, in this life, I'm going to tell you, it compares nothing to this Bible and what is found in here. You know, the, the things that you learn in a classroom, yeah, it'll do you some good in this life. You may get a, a, a good job, well-paying job and begin to do things in this life. But I'm going to tell you that that will not save you. This book, it'll save you. I made up in my mind that I believe everything that this word says. You know, Jesus looked at his disciples and he asked them the question. He said, uh, will you leave me as well? And, they, and Peter piped up and said, he said, where else are we going to go? He said, you got the words of eternal life, and we know that you are the Christ, honey. I know this morning without a shadow of a doubt that this word is eternal life this morning. This word will cause you to have eternal life. It'll cause you to make heaven. It'll cause every devil to be chased out and cast out of your life if you believe in it and grab a hold of it. And so they made statements. As I, the more I read, they made statements where, like, um, 
They wanted to make it seem that Jesus, or make the statement that it was possible that Jesus didn't know everything. And the more I read, the more angry I got, the more stirred up I got. Because I'm going to tell you, this world don't like to hear about Jesus. This world don't like to submit to the name of Jesus. This world don't like to worship Jesus. Now, they'll worship everything else under the sun. They'll shout for pop stars. They'll shout for athletes. They'll throw their hands in the air. They'll get all excited about everything else. But when it comes down to Jesus, people are standoffish. People sit and don't want to give him what he deserves. Honey, I'm here to give him what he deserves. I'm here to lift up the name of Jesus. I didn't come to look cute this morning. I don't think I'm too cute and I got it going on that I can't get my hands in the air and I can't lift up my voice and I can't magnify the King of Kings. Guess what? He's the whole reason why I'm here this morning. He's the whole reason why I got breath in my body this morning. He's the whole reason that I'm in my mind, right, right mind. How dare I sit down on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Honey, I come to get my hands in the air. I come to elevate my voice. I come to let Jesus know that I believe believe in who you are and what you're doing I believe in it I believe in it and so and they they made the statement I, I'll tell you yes I took their their title I'm gonna do some good with it this morning I'm gonna do some good with it and um and so they say they're talking about finding Jesus, I want you to know that people have a lot of ideas of who Jesus is. They have a lot of idea of um, where you can find Jesus. They have a lot of ideas of um, what he did and, 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 and maybe um, some, there are some things that are left out of the book and, and that there may be some kind of fallacy concerning the word of God, I want you to know that there's no mistakes concerning God's word. There's nothing that is missing out of God's word. When I say that, I believe that. I believe that everything that we have, God ordained for it to be here. Everybody want to talk about the lost books of this and the, the lost books of that. And, and they want to they talk about, you know, it was, it was mentioned like this in Hebrew. Well, let me I want you to know, it wasn't delivered to me in Hebrew. I don't speak Hebrew. The only thing that I know and have ever known is the name of Jesus Christ. And I got news for somebody. It's been working up to now. And honey, it's going to keep working. Because there is no name greater than the name of Jesus. God's word is true. God's word is forever settled in heaven. Heaven and earth will pass away. But my word will remain. God's word is what it is. It is true. It is right. It will save you. It will save you. So if you want to find Jesus, I want you to know, don't look in books. Don't look uh, to, the, to, the, uh, to the, those that feel that they, that they are above the word of God. If you want to find Jesus, you got to get your face in the word of God this morning. You got to get your face in the word of God and what, 
what the word of God says and what it teaches. Um, the psalmist, uh, I believe it was Saul, Solomon who said it like this. He said, um, the Lord said, um, those that seek me early, that they will find me. I want you to know that if you're going to find Jesus, you're going to have to make it up in your mind that I'm going to seek him. I'm going to seek him. I'm not going off of the opinions of what people say. I don't want the opinions of what my grandmother said because the chances are grandmother had it right. I'm wrong. I don't want to go off of the opinions of people in my, uh, in my community. Everybody got an ideal of who Jesus is. But if you really want to find Jesus, I encourage you to open up that word. I encourage you to fall down on your knees and begin to cry out to the Lord. And I got news for you. He will reveal himself to you. How many came to church to find Jesus? How many came seeking after him? Came to pursue after him? Have made up in your mind that I'm going to leave with Jesus this morning. Jesus is going to leave with me this morning. You can be seated. And so, you have here where we just read in the book of John, chapter 1, where Jesus comes. And John the Baptist, he's been, he's been preparing people all along for this time. He has told them about Jesus Christ. He has, he has baptized people unto repentance into, uh, in preparing their hearts that when Jesus would come, they would be ready to receive what he was, what he was offering and what he was bringing. And so um, the time comes that Jesus, he sees Jesus and, and he tells them, he says, Behold, because you'll find out that it, it, it could have, it, it was probably very tempting for John in his flesh because the Bible says it teaches that he taught in such a way that the people begin to think that he was the one. And he had to let them know that, hey, I'm not, I'm not the one. That the one that is coming, you know, I'm not even worthy to unloosen his shoelaces. He said that I baptize you unto repentance, but he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And so Jesus comes, and John has no problem taking the spotlight off of himself and putting it on Jesus. And he says, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Uh, Jesus shows up another day, and he says, behold, he says, the Lamb of God. And when do you know that Andrew and them, they was followers of, of John the Baptist. And so when they heard this, um, Jesus, and when they saw him, they left John, and they begin to follow after Jesus. And so as they are making their way, and, and, and they say, Lord, show us where it is that you, where you are abiding, okay? And so they dwell with the Lord, and, and as time goes on, now he, he, he gets Peter, and he, he, he gets uh, Andrew and, and Philip, and, and they go to Nathaniel, and they say, we have found the one that the prophets, okay, and Moses has spoken of, um, Jesus of Nazareth. We have found him. Come and see him. We have found him.
about him. I want you to know this whole book testifies of Jesus Christ. The whole book talks about Jesus. It all points to Jesus Christ. I want you to know you can't go wrong when you're in the book in the word of God. If you're looking for Jesus, you're not going to find, find him anywhere else. You're going to find him in this word. It's going to tell you how to get Jesus. I want him this morning. I made up in my mind that I want Jesus more than anything else. I don't want the opinion of people. I don't want the opinion of Hollywood. I want Jesus Christ. I want the, I want the power of the Holy Ghost. And so, when you find Jesus, you are excited. You're excited about him. You want to tell somebody about him. You want to let the whole world know. You go to family and let them know, hey, you won't believe who I found. You won't believe what has happened in my life. You won't believe what God has done in my life. And this is, this is what happens. They were so excited, they went to Nathaniel, hey, we have found him. We have found him, the one that, that, that the prophets have spoken of and that Moses has spoken of. You know something? When you find what it is that you have been longing for for so long, you're excited about it. You know, there are a lot of people that they are seeking. They are seeking and they're looking for a lot of things. There are people that are looking for love. They're, they're looking for joy, peace. They're wanting to know that somebody loves me. Somebody cares about me. And the problem with us is that we look for it in all the wrong places. Do you know that in wanting those things and longing for those things, do you know what you're really longing for? Do you know who you're really wanting you want in Jesus. You want in what God and only God can provide. Only, only Jesus can give you the peace that you're longing for. Only Jesus can give you the joy that you're longing for. Only Jesus can love you the way that you are desiring to be loved. Anybody else or anything else will fall short every time. That's how it is in this flesh. We, we don't have the ability to love right. We don't know how to because we are selfish people. It's all about self. It's all about what's going to please me. What's going to make me feel better. And you'll find out that people learn that. And the, they learn it the hard way as they give themselves over to people time and time again and hoping that they're going to receive something back that lets them know that they are loved. That they are cared for. That someone is always going to be there for them to, to take care and, and to, to protect and, and to and ensure that everything is going to be all right. But you know, you can't find it in flesh. You're not going to find that kind of confirmation from flesh. You're going to only find it for Je from Jesus. And I want you to know that when you find what your soul is longing for, you grab a hold of it with everything that, that you have. And you make it up in your mind that I'm not going to let it go. There are people that they, they, they spend nights in the wee hours um, 
the late night and they're tossing and they're turning and they're worried and they're so heartbroken and depressed as there is something that is missing. There is a void in their life. And I'm going to tell you, that void is Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell you what is missing is the power of the Holy Ghost. But I'm going to tell you that when you find it, you're going to make it up in your mind. When you find Jesus and when you get a hold of him, you're going to make it up in your mind. I promise you, you will, that nothing is going to cause you to let go of it. Nothing. Let's, let's get the book of uh, the book Solomon, chap- the Song of Solomon, chapter 3. Song of Solomon chapter 3, and yeah, verse 1 is very a good place to start. And this now, the Song of Solomon, understand what this book is. This book, a lot of times when you read the book, the Song of Solomon, it's like, I can remember when I first read it, I, you know, I was like, what is going on here? What is, being, what, what is all of this about? And the more you read, the more you pray, the more knowledge you get, you understand that this is not just Solomon. Uh, writing and talking about how he feels for his bride, okay? Um, This is not just uh, the bride longing to be with Solomon and to be in Solomon's presence. What you'll find out that this is a story about God and how God feels about his church and how his people feel about him. And so here you read in verse 1, this is what, what it said. By night on my bed I sought him who my soul loveth. I sought him, but I found him not. Verse 2. I will rise now and go about the city in the streets and in the broad ways. I will seek him whom my soul loveth. I sought him, but I found him not. Verse 3. The watchman. That go about the city found me to whom I said, Saul, my words are getting twisted, saw ye him whom my soul loveth. Verse 4. Now this is it. It was but a little that I passed from them, but I found him whom my soul loveth. I held him and would not let him Go. This is somewhat, this, she is longing for her bride, she, for her uh, groom. She is longing and she is looking in the midnight hour, laying on the bed. Soul is longing for the one that she loveth. And she said that when, but I found him whom my soul loveth. I want you to know that what your soul is crying out for and what, what you're trying to see. People try to fill it with alcohol. They try to fill it with relationships. They try to fill it with drugs. But what your soul is really crying out for is crying out for God. It's crying out for the power of the Holy Ghost. And she said that it found him whom my soul loveth. I held him and would not let him go. Somebody got to make it up in your mind that I'm not going to let go of Jesus. I'm not going to let go of him because of opinion, because of what is being said on the job, because of what is being said in the school. I found the one that my soul has been longing for. And I got news for you. I'm not letting him 
go for anything. I'm not letting them go for anyone. I made up in my mind that I'm going to hold on to the one that I found. I'm going to hold on to Jesus. Somebody got to make it up in your mind. You're going to hold on to Jesus. I'm not going to let family cause me to let go of Jesus. I'm not going to let the people on the job cause me to let go of Jesus. I'm holding on to him. I'm holding on to him. And so, I want you to know that longing that is in your soul. People think, that everything else is going to fulfill that. There's nothing going to fulfill that but Jesus. Nothing. Now I'm going to tell you, you're not just going to find him anywhere. You're not going to find Jesus amongst the haughty and the proud. Those that are lifted up. You're not going to find him in carnal situations. You're going to actually find the opposite. You're not going to find him where fornication is taking place. And, and you, I'm saying, you people, people run to the bars and they, they, get pla- they get plastered. They get drunk. They can't, they can't find, they can't keep control of their, 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 their uh, nothing. They're just completely out of control have no control and and they thought that that's what they were looking for that is going to fulfill the void that is inside of them all that does is leave you puking your guts out all that causes you to do is wake up the next morning with a hangover a lot of cases it caused people to we're just going to be real this morning Cause people to wake up next to somebody that they don't even know. We're just going to get real this morning. And people constantly, constantly do these things. As it is very clear that there is something missing on the inside. Something is missing. And I'm going to tell you, what is missing is a relationship with Jesus Christ. What is missing is the power of the Holy Ghost. And, and so, but you're not going to find, so you're not going to find him in the bars. You're not going to find him in the clubs. You're going to find something else. Something that ain't going to be good for you. Not going to be for your benefit or your profit. All these places, people try to find Jesus. Because that's what they're really looking for. People talk about they want love. Well, the Bible says God is love. I want some peace. Well, he's the prince of peace. I want joy. The Bible says that in his presence is fullness of joy. Peter talked about joy unspeakable, full of glory. That you experience that when you get in the relationship with Jesus Christ. When you have found Jesus Christ. I ain't talking about the Jesus of the of Hollywood. I'm not talking about what they paint Jesus out to be. It's amazing how Hollywood wants to tell us what Jesus Christ is like. I mean, people, 
that are full of immorality, that promotes fornication, promotes adultery, promotes homosexuality, but they want to tell us what Jesus is about. They want to tell us who Jesus is. Truth be told, they don't have a clue who he is. They don't know his ways. They don't know nothing about him. But they want to tell us. Well, there's chances that you don't know. Nah. You're going to find Jesus in some of the, some in, in, in places that are, that are not so glamorous. It's not so what the, the movers and shakers of this world would call to be great situations or great settings. The Bible says that the angels, that they came and they began to proclaim that Jesus, his birth, and, and what and all that was going to take place. And, and those shepherds, once the angels left, those shepherds, they went looking for Jesus. They went seeking and, and searching. The angels told them where they would find him. They told them what they would, they would find him wrapped in. And those shepherds, they went seeking. They wanted to find the one that these angels are talking about. And the Bible says that when they went, they found, they found Joseph, they found Mary, and they found the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. And guess what? They weren't in a five-star hotel. They weren't in glamorous, a glamorous place. They found them in a manger. They found them in a manger. And some, uh, one, you, I'm talking about amongst animals. And so you're going to find Jesus in places that are amongst things that are, that are low, low places that people wouldn't expect to find Jesus at. But that's where you're going to find him. That's why it's important that we got to be meek and lowly. We got to be humble. We got to be broken. Because you know what? I want Jesus to be in this place. I want to find him when I come in here. But I'm not going to find him if I'm all lifted up and I'm all proud and I'm all arrogant and I think that it's all about me. I got news for somebody. You ain't all that. And I'm not all that either. He's all of that. And the spotlight needs to be on him. I come to give him the glory. I come to give him the praise. I don't want the glory. I don't want the praise. I want to give it to Jesus Christ. I want to get my hands in there. I want to open up my mouth. I want to let some words of thanksgiving and appreciation flow out of me. Hey, be seated this morning. I know where I'm, I know why I'm where I am. A lot of people that don't know. A lot of people think that it's it's them that have done some great thing, but it it's not me. It's all about Jesus this morning, and I want to find Him this morning. I don't want I don't want the Jesus that everybody's painting up. 
I don't want the, the one that ever, I want to find him for myself. Okay, I want to know him for myself. I want to know that Jesus is with me. There are a lot of people that think that Jesus is with them. I want to know that he's with me. I want to know. And sometimes you have to backtrack to find Jesus. Sometimes you have to, you have to backtrack. There are a lot of people that they've been, they've been um, in soul, they've been just indoctrinated with false doctrine and, and teachings and, and traditions and, and, and things that have just been handed down to them from generation to generation. Well, grandma did it this way, so I'm going to do it this way. Great grandma did it this way, and this is how we're going to do it. Instead of trying to find Jesus for themselves. Instead of trying to find out what does God's word says. What does it say? You're going to find out that in pursuing Jesus and finding Jesus, you're going to find out that Jesus says, except you're born of the water and of the spirit, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And you're going to find out that born of the water means to be baptized, not just in any kind of way, but in the name of Jesus. That name has to be called out over my life. When I go down into that water, you're going to find that out. You're going to find out that Jesus said that. Not, not, not me. Jesus said it. And sometimes you have to, people have to backtrack. People have to back up. People have to let go of what they thought they had, and they have to back up in order to find Jesus, in order to get what Jesus has for them. Joseph and Mary, they thought Jesus was with them, right? They go, and they're there for the, the Passover, and so they leave, and they think that he's there. Do you know three days passed? How does three day pass? And you don't, you don't know that Jesus ain't here with you. You ain't got Jesus. And so they went back and they found him. They found him. They found him. He was in, he was there, he was teaching, he was talking amongst uh, the big wigs, and they was astonished that he had the kind of knowledge that he had at this age. And so they realize that we thought he was with us, but he ain't. I don't want to think that Jesus is with me. I want to know for a, sure, for a fact that he's with me. And I want to do whatever it is that I have to do to find him, to get a hold of him. And when I find him, I want to make it up in my mind that I'm not going to allow anything to cause me to let him go. I'm not letting The prophet, let us stand this morning. Let's get Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 6 because I'm going to tell you in order to find him listen in this world that we're living in and what is going on I want to find Jesus I want to get my arms around Jesus and I want to make it up in my mind that I'm not letting him go Every time I step foot into the house of the Lord, I want to make it up in my mind that I've come to find him. 
I've come to I've come to lay hold on him and let him know that I need him more and more as the days goes by. There are people that think that they got it all figured out. They got it all worked out. They don't need God. They don't need to be faithful to God. They can jip and jive and they can play around and do whatever they want to do, however they feel they want to do it. But I ain't got that kind of time to waste. This world is coming to an end. And it is chaotic. And I promise you, you want Jesus. You want to know how to pray. You want to know how to crucify that flesh. Because I'm going to tell you, nothing else is going to matter. It ain't going to matter who you know. It ain't going to matter how long you've been. Only thing that's matter is do you have Jesus? Do you know how to get a hold of him? I need him. This is what the prophet Isaiah said. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. I want you to know that this is a time that he can be found. This is the accepted time that you can find him. Amen. This is the dispensation of grace. This is the time where you can come and you can ask God for forgiveness. Repent of your sins and turn away from those sins. Lay it down at the altar and make it up in your mind that I'm not going to pick it up again. I'm not going to live that way again. I'm, not go I'm no longer going to live in fornication. I'm no longer going to go that route. And God will forgive you. He will wash you. You can be baptized in Jesus' name. Buried in the name of Jesus. All of those sins washed away as far as the east is from the west. Never to be remembered. That means God don't remember them any longer. You can be filled with the free gift of the Holy Ghost. You ain't got to pay for it. You ain't got to be good enough for it. It's the free gift. It's a gift. It's already wrapped. Already prepared for you. All you got to do is receive it. Amen. Receive it. He said, seek ye the Lord, while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. I want you to know he's near this morning. He's here this morning. He's here. He said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. He is here. He's here. Paul said it like this. He talked about how that the Lord is not far from us if we would happily seek after him. He's not far from us. God is very close. God is near. God is in this place this morning. I can feel him. And so I want to lift up my voice. I want to call out to him. Verse 7. Because here's the key right here. Let the wicked forsake his way in the, un, in the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. God stands ready to forgive people. He stands ready to forgive people. He stands ready to just forget the debt. To wipe the slate clean. I need him this morning. 
I need to find him this morning. Jeremiah said it like this. He said, you will seek and you will find me when you search for me with your whole heart. I don't want to give God half of my heart. I don't want to give him a little bit of it. I want to seek with my whole heart. And God's word confirms that when I seek for him with my whole heart, I'm going to find him. I want to find him. Did anybody come to find Jesus this morning? Did anybody come to find him this morning? Did anybody come to let him know that I need you this morning? All hell is breaking loose in my life, and I need to find Jesus. I need to find something that is going to stable me. I need something that is going to cause that is going to cause the storm that is going on in my mind to cease. The the raging, the urges, and the cravings in my members to stop need Jesus. We need Jesus this morning. We need the Holy Ghost. Somebody lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. Call upon the name of the Lord. Oh, come on, somebody. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Come on. I want the real Jesus this morning. I don't want no fake Jesus. I don't want the imitation. I don't want, I don't want the Jesus of Hollywood. I want the Jesus that can chase unclean spirits off of me. I want the Jesus that can heal my body. I want the Jesus that can save my family. Come on, I want the Jesus that can mend the broken pieces. That can cause me to break free of my past. Bad habits that are leading me down the wrong path. I want the real Jesus this morning. I come to find him this morning. I come to find him this morning. Oh, somebody lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Come on, I don't want nobody to tell me who he is. I want to find him for myself. I want to seek him for myself. Come on, I got to be saved. I got to be set free from the things that are plagued in my mind that hold me captive and hold me bound. Let us come down to the altar this morning. Come down with your heart, lift it with your hands, calling upon the name of the Lord. Come on. The Holy Ghost is in here this morning. Let God touch you. Come on, I come to be real with him this morning. I come to be real with him this morning. I don't want to go through the motions. I got to find Jesus. I got to find Jesus. Come on, I can't let nobody fool me. I can't let them deceive me. I got to find him this morning. The more I find you, the more Come on, I got to make it up in my mind when I find him. I'm going to grab a hold of him. I'm not going to let him go. I'm not going to allow this world to cause me to let go of him. I find the one that my soul loveth. And I'm going to hold on to him. I'm going to hold on to his name. I'm going to hold on to the name that is above every other name. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Oh, I 